In May, we celebrate Mother's Day. In June, we celebrate Father's Day. And about this time of year, children will ask their parents, so when is Kids' Day? To which their parents will reply, every other day of the year. (laughs) And the truth is, kids are important. They're worth all the effort. They're worth all the expense. They're worth cleaning up the Kool-Aid in the middle of the living room and even buying an area rug to cover what didn't come out of the carpet. Hannah and Elkanah knew the value of children. We've seen over the past couple of weeks as we've looked through this story in 1 Samuel how Hannah prayed fervently that God would give her a child. And God answered that prayer through this son that she named Samuel. As she had vowed to do, Hannah took Samuel to serve the Lord with the priests. And as hard as that must have been for her to do, we've seen how Hannah did that with a glad heart, giving praise to the Lord for his faithfulness. And we looked at the prayer last week that Hannah prayed, giving worship uh, to her Lord. The Bible also tells us that each year, as had always been their custom, she and her husband Elkanah would return to worship. And as she did, she would bring a special robe that she had made for her son Samuel to wear. The story is described here in verse 18. But Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy wearing a linen ephod. Each year, his mother made him a little robe and took it to him when she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice. Now that's a a simple family story, and yet it speaks volumes about the power of godly parenting. The Bible tells us in no uncertain terms that God blesses the godly parent. We should see parenting as an act of worship. When we talk about worship, we we usually think about what we're doing here this morning. We we gather together with other believers and we we sing some hymns of praise to the Lord. We we hear words from the Scripture and we prepare to serve Him in, in days ahead. And certainly that is worship. After all, we do call this the worship service. But worship doesn't stop here. In fact, the Bible tells us that worship should be involved in everything we do. The Apostle Paul put it this way in Romans chapter 12. He writes, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Anything you do... In your body, which I guess would basically include about everything that you do. I don't think you do many things out of your body. So anything that you do in your body should be done as a spiritual act of worship. Now that certainly includes what we're doing here today. No no question about that. But it also will include what you do when you go home this morning. It will include what you do tomorrow when you go to work. It will include what you do next weekend when you go to the lake. 
we tend to compartmentalize our life. You know, Sunday morning I go to worship, Monday morning I go to work. The Bible doesn't see it that way. Sunday morning I go to work and I worship with God's people. Monday I go to work and I worship through the skills that God has given me. Monday evening I come home and I play with my kids. And I worship through that play. Everywhere we go, whatever we do, we should see it as worship. So how do we do that? Now, obviously, we can't take Joshua and Becky and, and Molly home with us and pack up the organ pipes and put them in our living room. And You certainly wouldn't want me living at your house 24 hours, 7 days a week. So how do we worship everywhere, always? Well, Hannah and Elkanah give us a great example in this passage. Now, they were coming for the annual sacrifice. It was a, a very important time of worship for them, but it wasn't the only time of worship for them. Hannah saw an opportunity for worship through parenting. Now, we're, we're told this very simple story about how each year she would make a new robe for her son Samuel to wear. Now, now the, the reasons were obvious. He was growing up. You know, his ankles were starting to show, and maybe a little bit more of the leg. You know, he needed a new robe. But there was more to it than, than just providing for his needs. This robe was an annual reminder to Hannah of two very important things. First, it was a reminder of how she had made a vow to be faithful to God. And she had kept that vow. Because God had been faithful to her, she would be faithful to him in giving Samuel to serve the Lord there with the priests. But secondly, it was a constant reminder that she would faithfully be Samuel's mom. She saw it as worship. With every stitch in that robe, she was reminding Samuel that his mother loved him very, very much. And with every stitch she would sew, she was praising God for this extraordinary gift that he had given to her. As she was faithful to God, she knew that God was faithful to her. We hear it in the words of the priest, Eli, as he remembers what has happened through this story. Found in verse 20 here in chapter 2. Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife, saying, May the Lord give you children by this woman to take the place of the one she prayed for and gave to the Lord. Then they would go home. And the Lord was gracious to Hannah. She conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Each year they would return for the annual sacrifice. And, and as Eli would see them coming in, he would remember all that had happened. He would remember Hannah's prayer. He would acknowledge her faithfulness and her obedience to the Lord. Samuel was a daily reminder to Eli of God's faithfulness. And so he prays. 
that God would bless the faithfulness of this mother and father. And bless he did. This woman who had no children suddenly has a house full. Three sons and two daughters. No doubt Hannah and Elkanah loved them just as much as they loved Samuel. And they saw each of those children as a, as a blessing from God. And for them, parenting became an act of worship. Every day they'd look into the eyes of those beautiful children. They'd watch them play. They'd watch them learning and growing. And constantly they were a reminder to them of God's great faithfulness. What a difference worship makes. Worship transforms the everyday into the eternal. What's the key to worship? Well, it really boils down to two things. You need to realize who it is you're worshiping and why. Hannah realized that she worshiped God because of His mercy and because of His faithfulness. And how did Hannah worship? With this extraordinary gift of parenting. She saw her opportunity to worship God through the raising of her children. And that doesn't mean that she didn't participate in corporate worship. She did. Every year they would come for the annual time of of sacrifice. In fact, her parenting becomes an integral part of that worship. She brings this handmade robe to Samuel each year. The next time you clean that runny nose, next time you pick up that child from baseball practice, next time you listen to the 15,000th repetition of Mary Had a Little Lamb on the Piano, Think about how you can worship God in that moment. Celebrating that precious gift from God is a daily act of worship no parent should ever miss. But not only is parenting something we should see as worship, we should see parenting as an opportunity to prepare for the future. Now, that's probably the more obvious of the two of these. Most of us understand that parenting our children is getting them ready for their future, getting them ready for adulthood. In fact, that's, that's kind of the point, kind of what we're doing that for, to prepare all the little chickadees to get ready to leave the nest. And most of us get that it goes even farther than that. We're, we're not just preparing our children. We're, we're literally taking part in preparing the future of our world. Our children are going to be the leaders of the future. They'll be the doctors and the lawyers, the government leaders, the ones who will be making decisions in our society. Now, now we may not think about it as much, but we, we understand that part of what we're doing, preparing our children for their role in society. It's a daunting process, but we understand that's what we're doing. But but Hannah and Elkanah didn't stop there. Hannah knew that Samuel was going to be used by God in some very extraordinary ways. She couldn't have possibly seen what all of those extraordinary ways were. But, but she understood the possibilities. 
She courageously obeys God. She follows through with her vow. And then she follows up each year acknowledging what God was doing. As, as each year's robe would get a little bigger, she knew her son was also growing in knowledge and in service to the Lord. And in fact, that's what was happening. The, the Bible describes it in verse 18. But Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy wearing a linen ephod. And then in the last half of verse 21, Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. And as Samuel grows up in this, this unique environment of, of serving with the priest, wearing this little simple ephod, the, the, the dress of the priest in that day, he also would have this robe fashioned by his mother, reminding him of the love that she had for her son, but also reminding him that, that he was an answer to a prayer. No wonder the, the Bible provides this simple and yet so profound description that Samuel grew up in the presence of of the Lord, a phrase that describes not only his physical growth, but also the preparation that God was doing in his life. Through Samuel, God was going to bring a king for the nation. Through Samuel, God was going to help grow David, the greatest of the kings of Israel. And most significantly, through Samuel, God was going to set the stage. For the coming of the Messiah. Mrs. Washington probably never thought that her son would grow up to be the first president of the United States. That's because they didn't even have the United States when she was raising little George. Mrs. Lincoln probably never considered that her son would lead her nation through the worst crisis in history. Mrs. Graham probably never had an inkling that the boy working out in her fields would one day lead thousands to Christ. But here's Billy Graham's description of his mom. Jesus' word picture of a hen gathering her brood under her wing fits my mother, Graham writes. She saw to it that we gathered frequently and regularly, and not just around the dinner table or in front of the radio for favorite broadcasts. She gathered us around herself and my father to listen to Bible stories, to join in family prayers, and to share in a sense of the presence of God. Parenting's a challenge, it's a responsibility, it's a joy. It's one of the most frustrating and rewarding thing that most of us will ever do in our lifetime. And none of us knows how God's going to use that child. The things we do in that time of parenting prepare them for the future God has for them. God blesses the godly parent. The Proverbs describe it. With these memorable words, train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. If you're a parent this morning, pray for yourself. It's okay to be a little selfish in your prayer, especially with this one. Pray that God will help you be the godly parent 
that He wants you to be, that you'll have the wisdom that you need as you seek to train up your child, as you seek to raise them, as you, you seek to love them, that God will give you exactly the wisdom that you need to prepare them for whatever future they may have. Pray for the parents you know. We all have friends and neighbors that are raising children and we know what a challenge that is. Lift them to the Lord. They daily face tremendous challenge. Pray for them. Our job is nothing less than to prepare those God is going to use for His service and for His glory. Pray with me this morning. Heavenly Father, thank You for the parents that are represented in this congregation today. Some of them have completed the raising of their children and and they continue to pray for those children and how You're using them in such a wonderful fashion. Some are in the midst of the process of, of raising children and bless them, Heavenly Father. Give them wisdom. Help them to see the wonderful act of worship that parenting truly is. God, all of us know parents. We all are neighbors, friends, co-workers with, with parents who are struggling with the, the realities and the challenges of parenting. God, help us always be faithful in lifting them to You in prayer. And God, thank You for Your faithfulness. Thank You for the opportunities we have to worship You in the everyday. Help us to do that, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.